We are finally online. We have a Tuesday takeover and our gratitude to Mzwandile Takodi, the YCL spokesperson. That's the Young Communist League. That's, of course, the Youth League of the South African Communist Party. This is a position as spokesperson he assumed early this year after the resignation of Adlose Matuane. Takodi is passionate about youth emancipation and believes that as the youth wing of the Vanguard Party, the SACP, they should strengthen their collective interest in pursuing the struggle of socialism in our lifetime. Zondile is also a member of the ANC Free State, ANC Interim Provincial Committee, the IPC. He's a member of the ANC National Working Committee, which was established, the Free State ANC IPC, indicating that they want to avoid a political vacuum in the province. The late ANC Deputy Secretary General, Mayor Jesse Duarte, had also indicated that the inclusive interim structure was appointed to take the Free State Province to an elective conference in due course. The YCL dates back, of course, to 1921, although the organization observes 25 May 1922 as the official date of formation. Let's talk now to him. Mzwandile, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAFM. All right, thank you so much, Sonia, uh, for having us, and greetings to uh, all the listeners. I want to ask an obvious question, only because you are here representing effectively the South African Communist Party, albeit its youth league. The judgment from the Constitutional Court yesterday, that's all I'm going to say. Your thoughts? Um, as we would have said uh, on our statement, that um, this uh, ruling is um, disappointing and we note it with uh, resentment as the Young Communist League uh, of uh, South Africa uh, because primarily because uh, we, 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 we find it as uh, um, um, daylight robbery of uh, justice uh, so to say, fundamentally, because uh, even 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 on the ruling itself, you would have noticed um, that uh, the arguments of uh, the victims, or rather the family, that would have lost uh, a loved one, as well as uh, uh, those of the South African Communist Party, were not uh, uh, much uh, considered, in our opinion. And uh, like we would have said with the uh, earlier case, uh, that um, we find this very much disturbing, um, as it somewhat creates uh, in in the dispensation of a constitutional democracy, uh, it creates somewhat a, a, a minority rule of some sort that uh, they they are a dual states, uh, in that. Uh, <coughs> Most of the progressive uh, uh, decisions by the executive are somewhat uh, the the minority finds uh, their way uh, through the judiciary to find uh, to reverse some of those progressive uh, milestones that are largely in the interest of the people. So we're saying we 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 note this as as a trend uh, that where uh, the ruling class is interested. Um, we were likely to to find such uh, predictable judgments, and then this is one such another um, um, case in point 
about the release of uh, an independent uh, medal of uh, our late General Secretary Comrade uh, Chrisan. So that is, uh, in a nutshell, uh, our reaction as a young communist league, as you would have uh, uh, noticed in, in, in our statement. Okay, certainly. Um, you make some interesting points there. It's just a pity we don't have time to really get to understand the position. I mean, I'm just offering you an opportunity to say what you think, and you certainly have done that. If I could just change the line of engagement only for the next two and a half minutes, because that's all I have with you. You are here representing the Young Communist League of the South African Communist Party. How much of an impact in the general politics of the tripartite alliance is the fact that the ANC Youth League is so unstable with all its challenges that it has? I think the last Youth League president really there was, was um, Malema. Many might say he was succeeded um, by Colin Maina. Maybe, I don't know. But I'm just saying for the last two administrations of the ANC, the ANC Youth League has been prominent only for its problems as opposed to it being a structure that is there and engaging and advancing the interests of the youth. How does that, if at all, its absence, if you will, affect the robustness of the engagement in the tripartite alliance? Well, thanks, Songezo. An interesting question, I must say. Um, um, One would say the challenges that we are observing in in the Progressive Youth Alliance uh, broadly is fundamentally because its individual uh, components are experiencing uh, challenges. And then you would know uh, that each component has uh, a particular role in the Progressive Youth Alliance. Of course, uh, the instability that is there the interim structures um, that are there um, are in indictment on the fighting capacity of uh, the Progressive Youth Alliance and by implication to the Tripartite Alliance. And then primarily because the, if you look at, for example, you're asking about the NCU Flick, our uh, ally. Um, has a role of uh, championing uh, youth interests and also running the youth behind the ban. Uh, so if uh, there are such organizational challenges, and of course, uh, internally, then it would, it would really uh, do a great uh, blow on, on, on our fighting capacity. So that is, that is uh, the situation. However, as a young communist league, as and when we were turning a hundred years, like you would have correctly pointed out in the uh, preamble, uh, that uh, when we're celebrating the uh, centenary during this year, we we did point out two various tasks that uh, we are facing, uh, that are facing us rather as a young communist league, in order to build a formidable uh, progressive uh, um, youth alliance that could uh, contribute uh, into the discourse uh, productively and in, in such a way that uh, we're able to, to, to act as uh, forces of fundamental change.
as, as we do know that uh, uh, the revolution is an activity of of the youth so the youth are to have uh, stable organizations that can be able to represent their applied aspirations and ambitions Mr. Zwandile Tagodi, the Young Communist League spokesperson, giving us some insights as to his thought as to two points. The one of Janusz Walush getting the parole ultimately, with the Concord announcing that within 10 days of that judgment, he is to be released. And of course, the impact of the instability of the ANC Youth League to the politics of the Tripartite Alliance. Those are his thoughts. I can't engage him further, only because time does not permit. It is now 21.31, and usually so, we are about to embark on the hashtag Tuesday takeover. We're certainly indebted to Tumzwandile for coming. He was actually driving in from Lady Brandt, and he was only told about, or rather he was requested, rather, only after lunchtime because of the absence of Deputy Minister David Masondo. Well, let's take the ad break. Mr. Tagudi, Mzwandile Tagudi, is on the line with Alex Mashilo, the South African Communist Party spokesperson, and they together this evening will be engaged in what ordinarily would be the 20 to 21 hours hashtag Tuesday takeover. After the break, Mzwandile. on SAFM. Uh, well, <clears throat> welcome back, and thank you so much uh, for having us on the Tuesday takeover. Um, today, um, having had a proper uh, preamble, uh, quite, uh, um, I'd say, stimulating uh, discussions with Songezo, uh, we really do hope to also benefit uh, from the, the wisdom of the South African Communist Party because we, as a Young Communist League, uh, we are youthing of the South African Communist Party and we thought that uh, perhaps we could take this moment to reflect on some of the uh, uh, issues on the, on, on, on the social discourse, more particularly as it relates to um, the first issue which Songezo did uh, reflect about uh, on the release of Yanus Walus. And of course, would we would have noted uh, the demonstration by 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 public se- uh, sector uh, workers, uh, uh, their dissatisfaction with the treatment of government. So, those will be largely uh, the issues which uh, we will we will uh, like to 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 actually benefit from the wisdom of uh, the national spokesperson of the Communist Party. Uh, comrade, uh, comrade Alex Mashilo. So, comrade Alex, uh, good evening. Good evening to you and uh, to the listeners of SAFM. Um, we are ve- very much indebted um, to have you leadership uh, such that we are able to to can then uh, interact in this platform. Thank you very much for having us. All right, the first one, um, um, like we would have already started, I, I suppose that uh, Comrade Alex would have uh, uh, picked up uh, the first uh, point of discussion, which uh, which which we 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 started with, uh, with uh, uh, Songhez, uh, on our reaction as both uh, uh, the Young Communist League and and the party. Could you uh, take us? on a historical uh, perspective. 
Yes, uh, <clears throat> just to go back and uh, in a way uh, uh, of a summary, Life de Bilou is working together with Yanus Walus, but not alone, uh, but with a network of uh, possibly other individuals. Took weeks and weeks, as the Constitutional Court said, to plan uh, the assassination of uh, Krizani, uh, Dimpohani's husband, uh, and uh, a father to her children and their children. Uh, Chris was uh, the General Secretary of the South African Communist Party and obviously in that capacity serving on the Central Committee and the Politburo of the party. He was also a member of the African National Congress, National Executive Committee and uh, National Working Committee. There is someone who participated in the planning, for example, working with them. That person took uh, the murder weapon from uh, the military armory. To this day, it is not known who took that murder weapon, which Yanus Wallis used uh, to assassinate Kritani in cold blood. And Yanus Wallis uh, unrepentantly uh, refused to this day to disclose who took the murder weapon for him and uh, whose hands set by set was the murder weapon conveyed to him because it was, uh, in fact, uh, along that chain, tested on a farm as to who owned that farm and why would the owner of that farm allow them to do what they were doing in testing the murder weapon. It is not uh, uh, fully disclosed. And uh, uh, over and above that, there was a silence manufactured and fitted and tested on the murder weapon. The details have also not been disclosed. So we are dealing with an unrepentant murderer here, uh, an assassin, uh, who is a different person than the one we have had the Constitutional Court describe yesterday because the court ignored all these facts relating to the truth. And there cannot be justice without the truth. This is one of the reasons why our General Secretary Solima Paila said the judgment by the Constitutional Court was seekingly disappointing. And that is our reaction. And he also said the SACP will uh, look at uh, a program of mass mobilization in response to, to the judgment. The SACP Secretariat will obviously work out the details and we will take things from there. Because we cannot accept someone who participated in claiming and executing an assassination of that magnitude, uh, saying that he has repented, saying that he has apologized, while to this day he has not told us who took the murder weapon for him from the military armory and who participated in moving, <clears throat> my apologies, that murder weapon for them. So I'm just giving a few of the details that are missing. Quite informative, I must, I must, I must also uh, say, Comrade Alex. <clears throat> and then I think, I think perhaps you might want to also reflect on 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 uh, what the YCL could have earlier said um, is untrue um, uh, influence, uh, especially on the part of our 
our uh, judiciary arm uh, of uh, of the state that we 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 from time to time uh, observe uh, in 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 bits and and and, and pieces. Yes, uh, we respect uh, the YCL's autonomy as the South African Communist Party, and obviously the National Secretary of the YCL can give further details. But one thing we wish to say is that the judiciary is uh, made up of uh, living human beings who live with us in society. That is why the judiciary can err. If you look at the Constitutional Court judgment as it was delivered by the Chief Justice, Raymond Zondo yesterday, it refers to various other court judgments. One court took a decision and another court overturned that decision. Uh, For example, there was a decision of uh, the High Court of South Africa, North Houghton Division, ordering the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services to uh, in fact effectively releasing uh, Yanis Walus the Supreme Court of Appeals in Mangawung overturned that judgment. It is just that we do not have another court above the Constitutional Court. So the reality is that the judiciary is made up of human beings who themselves can err, who themselves can make mistakes. That's why, in fact, in the Constitution and the procedures of our court system, you can apply for a rescission of uh, a judgment by the Constitutional Court. But uh, the grounds for that revision are very, very limited. So if the Constitutional Court has erred, so people are forced to live with their error. Uh, So that is the situation. All right. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you, um, Comrade Alex. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are still with uh, Comrade Alex, who is our guest on the Takeover program. And my name is Mzwandile um, Tahudi. We were busy reflecting on on the matters related to the Constitutional Court ruling on the release of Yanus uh, Walus. Uh, you may join us uh, in a call uh, uh, on 086 triple zero two zero three two or send in your voice notes uh, to zero six one four one zero four one zero seven Alex if we were to shift now at this point perhaps whilst we await uh, public engagement um, um, one would really want to hear of your reflection. Uh, I'm sure the South Africans have seen the South African Communist Party side by side uh, with uh, the workers, uh, public sector uh, workers uh, today, uh, demonstrating their discontent with uh, especially uh, the l- labor dispute, uh, the challenge. Uh, of uh, government to collective agreements and as a result uh, collective bargaining uh, so would really want us, uh, you to take us through uh, on, on on that particular point of discussion 
Thank you very much. Just before I switch to that one, let me indicate that in a democracy, we can't live with errors forever. We have to develop our democracy to correct uh, errors, including those made by uh, members of the judiciary. So uh, we are looking forward to this program that the SACP General Secretary Solima Baila referred to because uh, at some point we need to make sure that those who commit assassinations in our society, those who rape, those who kill others, those who murder others, uh, there is a serious action taken against them. We cannot have a society in which there is no maximum sentence for crimes like that one. And as soon as uh, you reach a period where you qualify for parole and you can act like an actor in prison, ticking all the boxes, then you must go home. No, something will have to change. Now, if I may uh, address your question regarding the public service, and administration workers who embarked on a national day of action today. This matter has to be understood in its historical context. In 2018, the government concluded a collective bargaining agreement with public service trade unions in the public uh, uh, service uh, coordinating bargaining council. This agreement was a three-year agreement articulating wage increases for year one being 2018, year two being 2019, year three being 2020. The government honored that agreement in year one and year two. In year three, the government renounced from that agreement, suddenly saw it as an unlawful agreement and began attacking it. It was in this process that uh, the Constitutional Court finally ruled against the working class in favor of the government led by the national treasury. If you look at uh, that judgment, you will uh, have no other option but to conclude that while the ministers of public service and administration are the ones engaging in negotiations with trade unions in the public service bargaining council, in real terms, the employer is the national treasury. Because according to that judgment, and a key point that was brought about by the government through the National Treasury was that if, uh, when the former Minister of Public Administration, Public Service and Administration concluded the agreement, there was no concurrence from the National Treasury. This is what we also see uh, in the uh, ongoing collective bargaining process, where the International Monetary Fund in each Article VI statement said the South African government must curtail public service wages. And the South African government itself made a commitment to curtail the wages. So in our view, the government reneging from implementing Resolution 1 of 2018 was part of that agreement uh, which it would honor together with the IMF. And it is what is underpinning the current situation. We don't say that the government has unlimited resources. We are saying the government must negotiate with the workers in good faith. Now, as things stand, while it reneged from implementing a wage agreement, it concluded with the workers not uh, implementing uh, the wage increases. Uh, if I may say this, these workers have a medical aid, for example. If you do not receive a wage increase and the medical aid increases, your take-home pay goes down. The same applies to other deductions in your payslip. So in real terms, uh, the wages of public servants 
have gone down because when the government did not implement the uh, their wage increases, items like medical aids increased and their net pay went down as a result of those deductions. And as that happened, the cost of living rose. After COVID, the cost of living rose rapidly and the national treasury increased interest rates. Let me say this. If you bought a house as a public servant, like any other worker who would have uh, bought a house through a bond, when the Reserve Bank increases interest rates, that is the, uh, that is the, the repurchase rate, the banks increase uh, the, their prime plus interest rates, which are higher than the interest rates for which they receive money from the Reserve Bank. When that happens, the installment that you pay on your house goes up and you are, uh, the income that you had before is affected. That is the situation where in which public servants find themselves. We just think what the government has done understood in uh, the wider context of the macroeconomic policy that the government follows, including through the Reserve Bank, is unfair against public service and administration workers. The government has to pay back the workers what it owes the workers and must negotiate with the workers in good faith. That's why, as the SACP, we support the workers against the government that has treated them badly. Person of the South African Communist Party, and then I am also observing from this side that uh, Major from Guatemala would like to also interact with you, and we do uh, understand that uh, you have a pre-arranged uh, engagement for now, and then I understand that perhaps after uh, this few callers, uh, we should be releasing you, uh, Comrade Alex. Uh, can we take a uh, major from Guatemala? Uh, good evening, good evening, South Africa. Look, uh, I just have a slight problem. Firstly, let me put to be honest with you guys that the Communist Party seems to have a problem when it affects them directly. Uh, this is as a result of lack of theoretical analysis of the current historical epoch of constitutional democracy from the Communist Party, we are supposed to be the vanguard. What the judgment by the Constitutional Court reflects is that we have ushered in the rule of the minority over the majority. The Constitutional Court has replaced the people's will by few people. There has been a series of judgments which the Communist Party never made noise. Take, for example, the legalization of Morojana. It was not the people. The, 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 the corporal punishment, outlawing it, it was not the people. Abortion, a series of basically minority agaving and, and lack of historical analysis of the party has become an own goal to the revolution. So you are becoming a liability to the revolution because I think most of you guys are looking to serve the state at the behest of the minority over the majority. That's my take. I'm not sure whether uh, I'm complicated. I think I'm, uh, I'm audible enough. All right. Thanks a lot, Mandela. Um, for we appreciate uh, criticism uh, to the extent that is uh, constructive.
and perhaps um, Comrade Alex would like to to reflect uh, briefly uh, before we, we 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 release him. Yeah, just in thirty seconds, in one delay. I I I attended schooling during apartheid. I can tell you, we were beaten. We were beaten. I didn't like that. And some of us still have scars. I don't think it is correct to say it was the Constitutional Court that prohibited corporal punishment. Those of us who suffered from that thing really didn't want it to continue anymore. I will leave it there. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Conrad Alex, and uh, we, are re- we are really grateful uh, to have you on TakeOver. And we must say we have really benefited, and now we we are heading for an advert. The viewpoint, eight to ten p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songes on on SAFM. We back on. Uh, you are sitting with Mzwandile Tahudi, uh, your Tuesday takeover guest. Uh, we've been reflecting uh, on a number of issues uh, that are taking place in the discourse of late, uh, the recent ruling by the Constitutional Court and the demonstration by the South African public servants, an important component of our uh, society because they do deliver these public goods and services that uh, our communities are so much yearning for. Um, so, so we are wrapping up now, and we we did hear some of the uh, criticism that was put across by Mandla uh, from Guatemala, and um, I think Comrade Alex d- dealt with one part, of which I think is also important to also indicate uh, that uh, um, being. Um, a member of the Young Communist League, that is a youth wing of the South African Communist Party, uh, do know that uh, the South African Communist Party is not only rising when it is uh, affected directly, like in, in this uh, case in point being is a uh, late General Secretary, but the South African Communist Party has uh, been uh, for some time uh, raising campaigns such as uh, bringing back uh, uh, a model of uh, a self-defense unit uh, in our communities uh, ever since uh, even the minister himself of police acknowledged of late that South African society is not uh, is not a safe one. Um, so, and violent crimes have increased in our country as well uh, in the midst of these things. And like we would have already said that uh, austerity measures uh, are characterized by a cut on public spending and even if you see you look at uh, public safety uh, um, education health the budgets are cut so so um, it is one such uh, austerity measure that informs a lack of safety in our communities so let's take um, Aisha from Appington to interact uh, with us Uh, Aisha uh, we lost Aisha uh, can we take a, a, a couple of voice notes because we are observing that we are no longer left with much uh, time. 
Can you take voice? And the worst part that baffles us as South Africans, this guy haven't, he hasn't told the truth whether who sent him to kill Krizani and where is the weapon that was used. And yet the ANC government wants to release him on a parole because Julius Malema is in their way. Julius Malema is singing all the rubbish that the ANC is doing. So ANC is responsible for this. I disagree with uh, the communist. If they have, they know something about this case, let them come with evidence and represent their, 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 their rights in court. Because as far as I know, Barola is not a favor. It's a constitutional right eligible to any person, any, any prisoner, as long as they have served a, a half and quarter of their prison sentence with a good behavior record during that term. All right, uh, because of time, uh, we did uh, get some of the views and because discussions are ongoing, uh, we wish uh, that they will continue shaping this course and uh, in these uh, uh, platforms uh, to interact with your listenership and to uh, benefit out of the uh, wisdom uh, of the South African Communist Party and also contest the battle of ideas as it is uh, obvious that uh, uh, the ruling class is hard at work in influencing all um, the arms of, of state, ensuring that they reverse some of the gains that um, uh, comrades such as uh, Comrade Chris Hani, um, have uh, fought, uh, fought for and sacrificed so much even, even their lives for. So because of time, I will have to hand back to uh, Songezo, and thank you so much uh, for having us to share some of the ideas and also to benefit. We hope uh, uh, to meet uh, soon. Certainly, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mzwandil, and thank you most importantly, I think, for responding in such short notice. Um, but I think a lot of good has come from the engagement we have had with you, but more than that, the opportunity for you to lead the conversation to engage the Communist Party perspective on whatever you would have felt is important to yourselves. I think it's in keeping with the broad mandate of public interest radio and the fact that we have had many political formations participate on this platform. It was obvious that we hadn't had the South African Communist Party. Forget for a moment how you came to be on the platform. What is to be celebrated is the fact that you were on the platform and you respecting the platform as you have in engaging Alex as you did as well as engaging the listeners especially. I think this is something certainly that we will mark and appreciate for a long time. So Adila, thank you indeed. All right, thank you so much and good night to the listeners. Yeah, it certainly is good night for the time is 22 hours and it is indeed time for news. And that's the show, folks. Catch you next week.